Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the favouritest part of your entire week. It is... The Brink. Oh, that was lame. Try that again. The Brink. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you tried. Um, in, a, in a very big occasion, a big week today, because... Uh, I'd like to officially congratulate you on your 30-second co-hosting appearance, which means that you are now officially the longest-serving host on this show without a penis ever. Yay! Yay! I couldn't tell you if Dakota has a penis or not, but at least the female with the most... Uh, well, Dakota sort of is... I don't know. The, the, the known female to have ever hosted the most episodes right now. Congratulations. How do you feel? Really sick. <laughs> really sick. You feel? Oh, you meant about the hosting. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm glad to see that you are very wonderful. Proud of it. Wonderful. Now, just let's paint a picture of uh, her commitment once again to co-hosting this show because she is uh, <laughs> laying on the couch with a blanket over her, not even paying attention to what I'm saying, and is staring at a phone. I'm listening. What are you doing on your phone right now? Instagram. How about we put the phone down for five minutes? And we pretend that we actually care about recording for once. I do care about recording. <clears throat> do you really? Yeah, sometimes. Really? <laughs> Tell, <laughs> now, well, you can you can pay attention right now by answering how how do you rate each of your thirty one previous appearances? Go. Wait, my thirty one previous, not including tonight. Well, today's the thirty second. Well, so. I was going to say tonight's the number one. No, that's not true. What's been your number one appearance on this show? Probably the first time I was ever on it. Tell me about the first time you were ever I on it. I do not remember. So why does that stand out then? Do you remember? I remember you, I think we were sitting out the backyard. At, um, our, is that one where Link kept... No, you were under oh, the blankets. I loved that one. No, you were under the blankets on my bed, I think. I remember. But I don't know if that would technically counted as your official co-hosting debut. What was my co-hosting debut? I don't know. Every single one of these co-hosting things is basically the same because it pretty much follows you laying on the couch, <laughs> looking at your phone and not paying attention to anything that has even been said. That does sound about right. Yes, it does. Um, today's Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Which, I mean, do you say happy Easter? Yeah. Is Easter a happy time? No. Well, so why do people say happy Easter? Because that's what you say. But, like, you don't say happy Anzac Day. True. <laughs> it's it's just an odd thing, right? Like, I guess Easter's the day Jesus came back to life, right? So it's like... I'm pretty sure Easter Monday is the day that Jesus came back to life. So why do we have Easter Sunday then? Because it's the day that you go to church. What was... Isn't there a thing... I always get confused. But isn't there a thing, and is this around Easter, there's like a cave and a lion or something? Is that Easter? Doesn't Jesus a get lion. buried? Doesn't Jesus get buried in the cave and then there's a lion and it comes back and that's when he comes back to life? No. Um, are you confusing this with the um lion, the witch, and the wardrobe? No, 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 no. Nothing. Are you to sure? Do. I know what the lion, witch, and the wardrobe is. No, that's. I mean, that's there's no lion. Well, I just thought there was. Isn't there a cave though? Yes, but there's no lion and a rock or something. That gets, yeah, and then he comes back to life and he's yeah, like, you know. Do you, do you actually think... All correct. I just don't understand where this lion is Well, I thought there was a lion. Okay, well, lions live in caves, I guess. With the whole... You There's know, an angel that sits on the rock. Well, why is she sitting on the rock? What else has she he. got to do? He... he oh, oh, right. Very uh, forward-thinking biblical times. He... Um, 
Can angels not be men? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly you don't know. I I didn't think they were very, um, you know, gender fluid back in in 0 BC. No, 0 BC... No, 0 BC was when he was born, right? Because BC is before Christ. Yeah. So then it was AD. How old was Jesus when he was crucified? What year are we talking here? AD is actually... I always say AD stands for after death. Oh, so AD... So there's like 30 years that are unaccounted for, which I always find is confusing. So there's BC before Christ and then AD after death. Well... So, okay then. So today is two days AD, basically, back in the year that doesn't exist AD slash B. Wouldn't it just be called like DJ during Jesus? Would that not be the appropriate time frame? Like, we have BC, DJ, AD, and stuff. She's on her phone. She's already, she's completely lost track of what we're... Oh, no, I was wrong. AD actually stands for Anno Domini, which is in the year of the Lord, which is the year Jesus was born. You were right. I was oh, wrong. I actually honestly thought AD was after death, too, to be completely honest with you. Um, so, so they crucify him. They put him in a cave, and they put a rock in front of it. Now... Was this meant to be a thing where they thought he was going to come back to life? Or is that just how they buried people back then? Like, legitimate question. I'm not trying to take the piece No, no, no that's just how people question. are buried. So, okay. Was, before he was crucified, had he, like, done the whole turning water into wine thing and walking yes. on water? Yes. So, if people knew he could do this, wasn't this a thing that they thought? Like, if we're going to kill this guy... He can turn water into wine. He can walk on water. Surely this guy is probably going to come back to life. Like, it couldn't have been such no. a big surprise, right? Uh, no. No? Like, no. Tiger Woods just won the, the Masters a week ago, right? Like, 13 years or however long it had been since he'd last won uh, the Masters or even a major championship, right? This is a guy who dominated golf for such a long time. It's not a surprise to see him win again. To me, that's kind of like the whole Jesus thing. Like, he can create miracles. Can't be surprised that he came back to life. Sure. <laughs> you're not. I understand. With the I understand the point that you're trying to make, but like, no, incorrect. What, what did how didn't other people got crucified with him too? Right. Yeah. So what happened to well, them? Well, not with him. Well, there were other people on the crosses. I've seen the photos. Well, the pictures, not the photos. Well, but... okay. So the guy to his right was a thief. Right. And the other one was something else. So what happened to them? They died. Well, that's a bit hard done by. Why did Jesus get to come back to life? Because he's Jesus. Well, I mean, you know, beggars can't be choosers like the other guys were on the cross. Is that how they, is that how they executed people back in those times? I guess. Right. So if so, okay. Hypothetically, if Jesus didn't come back to life, but the thief to the left came back to life, would we all be praising Ronald the thief? I don't think so. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> this is really confusing. But, but like, it's a fair question, isn't it? You know, like again, not being offensive here to people who believe in Hello. this, but I, I'm legitimately asking the question. He was well known for doing miracles, so he came back to life. So, oh, well, there's Jesus again. He's come back to life. Cool, another miracle. Good for him. But, like, the the poor guy who... What did he steal, anyway? What was he a thief of? I don't know. Gee, you don't know this much. I thought you'd read the Bible. <laughs> I would have to read the passage. <laughs> Stop being a bum. I'm not being a bum. I'm legitimately trying to work this out. Where do we get Easter bunnies from? 
Why? Why is this a thing? Why? What does? Why that... should I know that? Well, I don't know. Like, look it up. Here we go. Like, Saint Nicholas was the thing with Christmas, right? That's where the presents come from. I don't know how that ties into Christmas time, but I know there's at least a backstory. But you know, it seems a bit of a far. That's lovely. Uh, a bit of a far stretch to go from. Hey, look! There's Jesus coming out of the cave. He's alive. Have a chocolate rabbit. It's, I mean, it's you know, she's she's googling it. Everyone, thirty-two episodes of me having to deal with this, thrilling. I can tell you that. Has she found anything? No. Is she on Instagram again? I don't know what she's looking up. She's shaking her head. Yep. See, we could have done research before this. And we could have edited it into this and everything else. But I don't what know. is a baby rabbit called? Um, Junior. A kitten. A kitten. Okay. That's the question we asked you, though. Um, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm just going to go with the fact what that. What does the Easter Bunny have to do with Jesus? According to history.com, <laughs> Easter eggs represent Jesus' resurrection. However, this association came much later when Roman Catholicism became the dominant religion in Germany in the 15th century and merged with the already ingrained pagan beliefs the first easter bunny legend was documented in the 1500s okay so the germans are responsible yep pretty much okay well there you go i hope you is my bunny sick (laughs) 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 that's one of the questions that comes up on google is it coughing? Is it wiping its nose with a hanky? Um, is it is it complaining of a headache? Then yes, it is sick. Get it some Sudafed or something like that. The bunny, the bunny. You gonna sing the bunny song? No. The bunny. All right. She's falling asleep. The bunny. Oh, I love the bunny. We're gonna go to the next segment and we're gonna come back and ask some questions shortly. I always get excited when I can press this button. Flash back into the past. We're nearly running out of these, funnily enough, actually. In only a couple of weeks' time, we would have gone through all the best ofs. So, um, don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But we're still in the best of 2014. And the following snippets you are going to hear, as always, I'm not going to tell you what each of them are. I'm just going to give you the titles and you can listen to what they actually are about. We have Rod Hunt, Radio Host Good, Being a Brink Host is Great, 600 Show, Katrina Roundtree is Kanye West, Everyone from Russia, push! And the Phantom Flute Player. Enjoy. Side of the fence by Dave Ravies. You're on the brink on edge. Radio 99.3 FM where the time is 12 minutes to 9. The time has absolutely flown by on the brink as it does when Mr Ben Waterworth is in the chair and he'll be back tomorrow uh, hosting the brink. Now we have in the studio Rosie, uh, R- Rosie, our <laughs> film and television reviewer. Now Rosie, uh, we talked about uh, gender stereotypes, and uh, off here we were talking a little bit about Gone Girl. There's a, I don't a point think, you want to make. I don't think your mic's on. Uh, there's a point you want to make. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's uh, one of the all-time uh, <laughs> mistakes. 
Marcus, um, of course, is going to be um, basically sworn in as a co-host as of next week. I don't know exactly what the swearing-in ceremony happens. I've not thought that far ahead. Probably a few four-letter words. Yep, yep, that we can't broadcast. I mean, Amazing. What, did, what, did, what happened with you, Paul, when you were sworn in? I, <laughs> well, I, I, there were paddles. Yep. And there was lots of chanting. <laughs> um, Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes. Um, it, it's a lot of fun to be able to initiate people into um, the radio. I mean, Caitlin, if you ever want to become a co-host, uh, you know, it's fun. <laughs> you get yeah. Would you Would you like her to become <laughs> You sort of look to be like, oh, no, I don't get her in. Oh, no, you don't want her. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun. Yes. It'd be fun? Yes. It's, it's very romantic, these two, aren't they, Marcus? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm just dying from the cuteness over there. Yeah, it'll be fun, I guess. <laughs> But, I mean, you've only sort of been involved. I mean, it's only been about six months, hasn't it, really, since yeah, you've been barely that? Even, yeah, Less than that. So, yeah. have you had fun so far? Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Getting up at six o'clock. It's six great, isn't there. it? Yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you look forward to, Marcus, getting up early um, and just having fun. And hitting the snooze button a lot. Yes. Well, as I said, you were going to have that copy of We Are the Brink to wake up to in the morning. Oh, lordy, no, no. <laughs> there, there is actually another song that we recorded, which I've got on the CD. I'm not going to play it because it's even worse. <laughs> it's even worse. It involves auto-tuning. <laughs> <laughs> and you would think that would make it sound better, but yeah. I just sound like a Dalek. It just, it's horrible. <laughs> I feel kind of embarrassed now that we've got to introduce the Honourable Independent MP for Dennis. Who's come in after a song about farting is Andrew Wilkie. <laughs> Andrew, welcome back to the show. Welcome to our 600 show, Brictacular. Good morning, Ben, and happy 600th birthday. Thank you. And I think, as we were just, just discussing before we went to air, this is my third birthday party. I believe so, yes. So you were here for four, you were here for five, and you're now here for six. Yes, but this is the first birthday party where I haven't come across a flat, dodgy cake <laughs> or some very green-looking cheese. Yes, and, and you don't have a very eager Tim Franklin <laughs> joining you in Oh, the that's studio. right. We did too, yeah. yeah. yeah I unfortunately, didn't get around to bringing Tim in. I'm so disappointed because Tim's kind of, you know, just a bit of a staple on this show. Tim, um, if you're out there, good morning. Yes, Tim, please just pop in. Uh, <laughs> we'll be here within ten minutes. Um, but we appreciate you joining us for our, our birthday parties. Uh, we, we like to, to get the important people of this city in, uh, Andrew, so to feel make us feel a little bit, you know, um, you know, I mean, Paul's got a beard that makes him important, yeah. but um, it raises my profile. Yeah, have you ever tried to grow a beard before, Andrew? No, I did. I did go bush for a few weeks with the army once. Mm-hmm. Didn't shave and felt very uncomfortable. Can, can you grow a beard? Does it work? Oh no, I'm a good beard. I would be a good beard grower. I mm-hmm. get a bit scratchy and I think I look a bit shifty. <laughs> <laughs> Does, I mean, how many people in Canberra have beards? I don't know if I've ever really paid attention to the uh, Parliament bearded politicians. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a a couple in the Maybe. House of Reps, mm-hmm. and they all look dodgy in the Senate, so they could all have beards up there. <laughs> Does Eric, no, I better not say Erica Betts at this point. But uh, it's it's maybe I, I think people with beards look more intelligent. Maybe that's just me. Like it's the hipster movement. Do I think they look more intelligent? I don't know. Do you think does it make you look more intelligent, Paul? Not really. I've seen your old photos with you without a beard, and it looks slightly strange. It makes I think it makes me look a lot younger. Yeah. I don't have a beard. Marcus, have you? Can you grow a beard? Have, have you tried? Every year I attempt Operation Grow Beard. Every year I have to abort after eleven or twelve days because my there's there are too many spaces between my whiskers, so it looks like I have a face full of eyelashes. <laughs> I, I know we shouldn't talk about Jackie Lambie on your show. Oh well, beads and Jackie and we Lambie should, go well. We don't certainly it? shouldn't raise uh, the, the now famous media interview, radio interview she did. Yes, yes. But I note a beard was not one of her three criteria. <laughs> 
Now, if I was a um, headline-seeking journalist right now, of course, I would be asking you, Andrew, uh, <laughs> a similar question. But uh... Well, I'm very self-conscious about this because I don't meet any of her criteria. <laughs> I watched the Logies. I fingers crossed for Getaway winning that Logies. Oh, can, it, can it be this year, Katrina? Please, can it be this year? We are the John Woods of the Logies. <laughs> Every year, I, I mean... We have to be the one show that's been voted for the most amount of years. Every year we're, we're nominated and we always miss out to the current sort of flavour of the day. And I always turn to the person next to me and I go, you know what, our viewers, they're all on holidays. That's why they can't vote. They're all on holidays. So you never know. You never know. Maybe this will be our year. But thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Better Homes and Gardens wins it one more time. That's serious. I'm going to throw something to the TV. And Joanna Griggs gets up and she always does a controversial speech. She always puts the boot into someone. And I'm just sitting up the back going, what about, we're nice. We're just happy travellers. Do a Kanye West and walk up on the stage and go, I'm going to let you finish, Joanne, but go, we should have won this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Our video was so much better. So basically, imagine you're flying to Melbourne. Your, yep. your, your plane has to pull over in Devonport. <laughs> and um, it, you know, it has the trouble of pilots thinking, ah, damn it, just pull the choke a little bit. Ah, oh, flat of the engine. <laughs> All right, everybody out and push. Go on, give us a shove. All right, guys, we've got it going. Everybody in. Like, you know, that's how they do it in Russia, Stewie. <laughs> Here in Soviet Russia, you do not push plane. Plane push you. Everybody out and push. We cannot go drink vodka. Honestly, on that one, I'm going to go no fail. I think that's awesome. They're I, a happy bunch in Russia. Like, look, they're not afraid to get out and push a plane when they need to. You know, seriously, like if this was Australia, like that wouldn't happen in Devonport. You get out the plane, and go, I don't want to. I don't want to get out and push. Dad! That would be me. In Russia, we get out plane. We push. We push plane now. I've got an interesting... I just had an interesting thought and an interesting idea to stop people from offending criminally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make them go push planes in Russia. <laughs> in Siberia, where it's deathly cold. <laughs> and then... You have been sentenced to crime of pushing plane in Siberia. May God have mercy on your soul. No, no that's their punishment. Go over there and make them push the plane, <laughs> and they won't want to offend anymore. Well, look, you know, we're offensive on this show, but did... <laughs> we're not criminals. How does a pilot... How does that... Seriously, how does a pilot do like... <laughs> yes, attention passengers, we have landed... Slight miscalculation of issue here. We're going to need uh, you all to get out and push. Thank you. Uh, as a compliment to your service today, please enjoy hot beverage. <laughs> I, I would have loved to have heard that announcement from the cockpit. <laughs> and like, I love that there's a video of these like cheery people. You know, like again, like say what you will about Russia. Clearly, they're all just like, yes, you got nothing better to do. I'm just going to read Moscow Times for the fifth time. <laughs> I don't even have in-flight entertainment. I can't even watch Desperate Housewives. Get out and push plane? Sounds like fun time to me. <laughs> so off they get. And what happens when they push it halfway out the runway and it's about to take out? Run, Boris! Run for your life! Get on the plane! You can do it! If you get on plane, you make team for 2016 Olympics! <laughs> What happens if their their space programs, as far as you know, <laughs> similar situation? The rocket. Ten, nine, eight, 
Eight. Oh, we got problem. Okay, everybody out and push. <laughs> okay, just to, just see um, three astronauts getting out and pushing the Soyuz rocket. <laughs> what happens if this is like the Pooh's plane? Uh, Mr. President, we have an issue. Uh, we cannot go to G20. Plane breakdown. You must get out and push. Oh, we will get we will get dissidents to push them. It can be their punishment. Get Ukraine to push it. Up. Get Ukraine. <laughs> That's why we invade them. Push our plane. Get out. Push. Now we've we've just had Dakota witness. Now I've talked a lot about this on the show before, and no one seems to believe me. But I've had a witness now. <laughs> The phantom flute player is real, yes? He's real. And he scares me a bit. What, why? Hang on a sec. Why? Why does he scare you? Because he's not there. And it's like... <laughs> do, you, do you think that perhaps this phantom flute player is a ghost? Yes. Well, because no, like, you're about to put a recording on I it. I am. Yes. Did you notice, like I noticed it, but as you recorded and it started walking, he started moving away, the sound? Well, the freakiest thing did is... Did you actually notice that? I, I did. I yeah. did. And you know what else I noticed? Because when you, when you, I let you in the building and then I quickly like, right, quick, got to get the phone out. I've got to record something here. Yeah. I went to record and as soon as I hit record, they stopped. Yeah. And then when I walked away, they started again. Yes. So is this? now I'm going to try. This is uh, all very much uh, not pre-planned, so I don't know if this is actually going to uh, work. Um, this is this is a very dodgy recording that we've just literally shoved uh, near the door. Now it's very faint, and I'm hoping this works. I'm just going to try. Press- this is Ghost Hunters Edge Radio side. This is evidence that there is a phantom flute player near the Edge Radio studios in the morning. Let's see if this works. Can can you even hear that? I can just. Can you can you make that out? Yeah, yeah. That is definitely a flute. Is that a flute or a clarinet? That is a, some sort of it's one of them. Would it, shall we shall we try that again? I, I, yeah, yeah. It's like not playing through where I wanted to play through. Let's try this. And let's try this one more time. See if this actually wants to play through the. No, it doesn't want to play through the uh, the the system that I'm wanting to play it through. Damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm actually wanting it to play through the desk, but anyway. I'm really expecting to see like a like an, an Im, a, like a ghostly apparatus just walk around that corner, one more playing time. the fruit, Let's see, see if we and can. then just be all like, rah! And then that, yeah. Now, now that's that, is that a flute? <laughs> Again, this is literally we've walked like, down this. Doesn't corridor. it sound really like you guys imagine? Just imagine you hear that. Mm. You're walking through the uni and you hear that. But this is where freaky it is, and I've been hearing this for ages. And then... Um, you don't see anyone, and it's just... I'm kind of glad that Dakota's sort of been here to actually prove that I'm not just making this no, out. I'm and I'm the people see I'm just, oh, that Ben's just doing it for something to talk about on radio. No. I'm tripping out. You, you're tripping <laughs> I'm out. I'm tripping out. So again, we're putting the message out there, 0427 If people know of a person who comes into the university near the Edge Radio Studios and plays... We're thinking it's a flute or a clarinet. It's one of them. It's one of them. Um, uh, you know, why? Do they come in because they just and have nobody at home that wants to listen to them play? If, if they're an actual person, they could be a ghost. But what if it is a ghost? What if we just literally recorded a ghost? Dude. And, like, we've just discovered that ghosts I are real. I can't handle that. <laughs> I can't handle that. Ghosts freak no, you out? But No, yes. But I love them, though. But my, my, my goal... 
my goal of this show is to find the Phantom Fruit player. Every, Every time we go off air, I'm going out, finding him. And it I'll, could be a her. I'll find it <laughs> and, and bring it back. What if you don't find anything, though? I love how you said, yeah, I'm scared of guys, but I love them. Yeah. No, you know, like you're, like, you're scared of skydiving, but you love skydiving. It's like, really? Yeah. I, I don't know if I love skydiving. I've never like, done like it. It's like the adrenaline rush. It's like <laughs> the adrenaline rush of finding a ghost. It's like, whoa. Now, when I first got Dakota on this show, I was a little bit worried about him. You know, he was fresh and, you know, went behind the ears and, and fresh. And, you know, I was wondering how he was going to turn into a radio host. But, uh, look, we've... The last few weeks really talked about the phantom flute player we've been calling them, which we're discovering we're completely wrong about this. And Dakota uh, came in this morning, heard them play, thought it was a ghost, got freaked out, went and did some research, and Dakota, <laughs> you have found... I have found... ...the so-called phantom flute player, who is actually a clarinet player, I believe. We've got it wrong. Your name is Heather. Heather, first of all, welcome to the Brink and Edge Radio. Thank you. Now, um, we've, I've been asking so many questions about this the last few weeks. So it is a clarinet, not a flute. That's correct. Shows my knowledge of musical instruments. I actually, I think one of the mornings I came in, I was like, maybe it's a clarinet. But then I sort of went back. So I have to ask, uh, why do you p- practice your clarinet so early in the morning around here at the university? Do you, do you not have a, a home environment where you can practice? Is it a secret that you have to play the clarinet? <laughs> Well, I work at the conservatorium. Right. I'm a clarinetist, and that is my warm-up. And normally I would do the warm-up first thing in the morning because it's quiet, the phone isn't ringing. <laughs> uh, I tend to do it at work because it's work and it's not at home. At home I have neighbours. Ah. <laughs> and I don't really feel comfortable practising at 7 o'clock in the morning if other people are still waking up. Whereas at work, it had not occurred to me that there were people outside who would hear it. <laughs> so I'm thinking... And over at the con at 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm right on the, the road, so I know that there's nobody wandering around. Right. It's quiet. Uh, the thing about practice is you like to feel that, you know, nobody can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so well, we're, we're, I'm definitely not complaining. I, I shouldn't put it out that I, I actually like having sort of a musical soundtrack as I walk to the studio, but it's just it's just fascinated me. And one of the things I actually said, I think, to Dakota as well, I'm like, does this person have neighbours that don't like... So, uh, wow, we've we've actually discovered a bit of a mystery. Have you been looking for her since you started hearing it? Well, I I think sort of for a while I just sort of thought, oh, that's nice, somebody playing an instrument. And then it sort of intrigued me as the more I heard it. If you've been looking for her all this time, and I found her on the first... (laughs) Well, I'll be honest, I haven't really looked that hard. I just sort of come in here and say, oh, I wonder who it is. And then that's that's the the basis of my looking. I dedicated my life to it. What did did you actually think when you've got some young boy coming up to your office going, who are you? What are you playing? (laughs) Well, I don't want to embarrass you, but we've got work experience students at the con this week, and I thought you were probably a work experience student. Uh. Just wondering. <laughs> it's quite all right. I mean, we do actually play a lot. It's, it's, it's about, that was the only thing. Welcome back to the podcast. I know you've missed us. Uh, we are at that point of the show where we ask emergency questions with thanks to Richard Herring's book, Emergency questions, 500 emergency questions to be precise. Each week we've been going through these. We are attempting to get through all of them. We are well past halfway point and we are up to questions 321 to 340. Now, I know you're excited for this. So excited. Because I know your favourite number is 334. Obviously. So let's get to it. 321. Would you like to taste my special porridge? No. Why not? Because it sounds like something that will kill me. 
Wow, that's lovely. Um, I would love to taste my special special porridge. Uh, question three twenty two. Thank you for that. Have you ever killed a mouse? That's really nice. No, I feel really sick. I'm sorry. I saw a mouse get killed once. That's a shame for that mouse. Um, I've killed a mouse on the aspect that I've played a video game with Mickey Mouse in it, and I would have killed him in you that. You killed point. Mickey? Well, I mean, he little bitch wouldn't jump properly over a ledge or something like that, so he deserved to die. Um, question 323. Would you rather have dandruff that doubled up as an acceptable substitute for ground coriander... Or smegma that tasted like the most delicious cottage cheese. What is the snus? Smegma. What is that? Uh, It sounds like some form of candy, but I'm going to assume it's something disgusting. Smegma is a sebaceous secretion in the folds of the skin, especially under a man's foreskin. There you go. So basically gross shit that forms in the folds of your skin that tastes like delicious cottage cheese or dandruff that you could use as coriander. See, I would go with the cottage cheese just because I don't know. That sounds disgusting. But but in what, having dandruff that you sprinkled on things as coriander isn't gross? I I don't. Both are gross. I've never exactly gone, shit, I really need coriander. So, um, not that I've really gone, shit, I need There was coriander in our different dinner tonight. Good job. 324. If I was a carpenter and you were a lady, what carpeting jobs would you get for me and what would be my daily rate? What? It's <laughs> pretty self-explanatory, really. $2 an hour. Well, that's fuck off. I'm not doing your work. That's <laughs> cheapskate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. $10 better an off, hour? Better off going to work at McDonald's. Um, if you had to stick a borrower up your ass, if you had what is, to... What is a borrower? Uh, it was a TV show, if I'm not mistaken, or a movie. I think they were little mice that would borrow things. I think that's what it was. Uh, if you had to, which borrower would you stick up there? Fred. Uh, no, bad choice. I'd go with Bill. Um, question 326. Pizza or Anui? Pizza. I don't know what a nui is. I don't either. What is a nui? Let's quickly Google that. Where do we live without Google? Um, a nui is a feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction arising from a lack of occupation or excitement. Well, that's a stupid question. Yeah, I'd rather have lack of excitement than pizza. Um, 327. What's your favorite anagram? Race car. Um, Wait, that's not an anagram. Yes, it is. No. Race car. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. A palindrome is race car. An anagram is like SWAT. Well, according to this, you're correct because... No, hang on. Cart horse orchestra. What? Or is an anagram... Same word with different letters. No, no. I think it's like your same word but rearrange them. Isn't that what an anagram is? (sighs) No, you're right with the palindrome, palindrome, because Hannah's a palindrome, isn't it? Yeah. An anagram is a word or phrase formed by rearranging the letters of a different word or phrase. Santa and Satan. That's hmm. the only one I can think of. Um, I'm going to go with um, Jesus and Sed. Juice. <laughs> no. Just making stuff up. 
Yeah, I, I really don't have one off the top. That is a that is a good question. I like the Satan Santa one. I think it's funny. The fact that you said it is, um, yeah. Um, question three twenty eight. What's the most interesting thing that you've done in Ipswich? Now, this is obviously Ipswich in the UK, but I mean, we live oh, an hour out of Ipswich. I was thinking of Ipswich. Which is a hole, apparently. So, uh, we never went there, did we? We never went there, no. Um, probably good, because we'd probably be dead right now. So, uh, the most interesting thing that I've ever done in Ipswich is not go to Ipswich. 329. Would you rather have a computer that automatically wrote 500 emergency questions or a nipple that, when tweaked, played all of the Valdi's Four Seasons? <laughs> The questions. Uh, no, I'd go for the nipple because um, you'd go on Australia's Got Talent and win. Uh, <laughs> come on. That would be an amazing party trick. Hey, let me just get my nipple out. Uh, question 330. Who is the best at getting drunk? Rachel. <laughs> I was going to go with Kimi Raikkonen. Actually, maybe T. Kimi Raikkonen. Okay. 331. Be honest. Do you think the quality of these emergency questions is declining or improving as the book goes on? Probably neither. Nah, I think they're declining. My care to answer them is declining. Yeah, because, you know, you just you phone in every single performance now on this show. Uh, 3.32. If you had the power to bring about world peace, what would you need weapons manufacturers to give you in order not to use your power? That's a good question. I don't know if I would be inclined to not use my power at all. Well, I would almost go out of my way to declare... I mean, weapons manufacturers are worth billions and billions of dollars, and I'm sure if you added them all up, they're probably worth trillions of dollars. So I would say a trillion dollars. Otherwise, I make world peace. Think I mean, a trillion dollars, that's an infinite amount of money, basically. You don't think world peace would be better? Is world peace really achievable, though? Well, in this question, it is. But the thing is, even if you had world peace, it's not just weapons manufacturers that are the ones preventing world peace. I mean... That's true. There are cyber criminals. they're gaining from it. But take away weapons and you're still going to have people who are going to cause, you know, cyber terrorism. Um, knives, kitchen knives can still be used as a weapon, you know, like gas. Like I just, that's, 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 yeah, look, I think I'm going to be a dick and want money. Uh, <laughs> I want to be the first person to benefit off dickery. Uh, what is the worst Adam Sandler film? I don't have an answer to this. See, I'm a bit partial to the Sandman. Um, even some of his terrible ones that people hate, I don't mind. Like, unpopular opinion. Jack and Jill, not that bad of a movie. Um, uh, Little Nicky was a bit lame, but it had its funny moments. I'll go with Little Nicky. Uh, 3.34, your favourite number. Goodnight Sweetheart is an amazing but flawed sitcom. Could you please give a five-minute speech pointing out some of the flaws? Uh, I can only think of the song. I don't even know the song. Good night, sweetheart. Yeah, it's time to go. Something, 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 something. I don't know. Yep. Uh, no, I can't give a five-minute speech because I don't know the show. 3.35, is there anybody out there? No. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, yes. 
336. Do you like motorcycling, motorcycling around? What's your favorite bike? No. <laughs> oh, goodness, I'm turning to you. Um, I've never been one into motorbiking, to be honest, so... Um, no. 337, what is the best thing that you have ever won? I won a guitar once. Oh, did you? How did you win a guitar? Yep. I entered my name in a draw, and like a couple months later, somebody called me. Nice. And did you play that guitar? Like, maybe twice, and then I sold it. <laughs> How much did you get for it? I have no idea. Must have been pretty valuable then. It was a while ago. I won a trip. Um, I entered a, uh, competition to the Colton Facebook page. It was one of those in 20 words or less, you know, what does the Colton football club mean to you or something like that. And I, like, I never enter those because I'm terrible at those, but I won it. Um, and the prize was win two tickets, flights and accommodation to any Colton game in Australia. Um, so I was like, sweet. Uh, sadly at that point they'd already played in Perth cause I'd never been to Perth at that stage. So my next option was to go to the Gold Coast. But of course the catch 22 was, oh no, it doesn't include the Gold Coast. Our partners, our hotel partners don't, aren't there. So, okay. Well, that's a bit of a catch. So then it basically whittled down the options to, there was a game in Sydney that weekend, which we didn't really want to go to. Uh, there was a game in Adelaide, which we're like, eh, been to Adelaide already to see them. So we ended up going to watch Carlton versus Collingwood because it was, you know, a big game. And, of course, we got absolutely spanked. So there you go. Um, question 338. I can answer this one for you. This was like two days ago, wasn't it? When was the last time you cried? Shut up. <laughs> you cried like two days ago watching Third Watch. It was really sad. Um... What were we watching recently and I got a bit teary in? Lion King. This is a bit teary. You know. Fully cried? Uh, gosh. I think when we were in that hotel for a bit, weren't we? I cried then. That was like... Yeah, that was November, a while ago. November last year. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I did go like two or three years without crying at one point. So, you know. Um... Question 339, the penultimate question for today, uh, when, no, sorry, uh, do sperm have dreams? No. They have dreams of becoming children. No? All right. 340, the final question for today, thanks for not laughing. If you could choose any day from your life to have a Groundhog Day on, which day would you choose? Now, do you not understand what I mean by asking that? Have it repeated over and 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 over. Yes. The day that we get married. Aww. I was going to say Or a day at Disneyland. I was going to say the day we met. Aww. Aww. We didn't really see each other very much on the day we met, though. No, I meant like in like person. Like the 24 hours we met? Yeah, like that, you know, because technically like... Because that... like it wasn't till like 10 at night that no, we No, no, but we didn't meet till like 1 in the morning. So my point is, is that we would actually... Was it 1 in the morning? Yes, it oh. was. Very late. <laughs> and that would make it a longer day because like that that's makes sense technically the yeah. start of the day. Yeah. So we just wouldn't get any sleep. Aw. So. Good to see Disneyland holds priorities. literally never sleep. No, we wouldn't forever and a day. Um, there you go. You got through them. How do you feel? Good job. Well done. All Yay. right. More of them for you next week. Another part where I 
Press a button, get a little bit too excited for myself. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. It's that part where you can forget the lyrics. And similar to the best of in the flashback section, we're actually rapidly running out of these. So in a few weeks' time, we would have played every single Forget the Lyrics we've ever done in the history of the Brink. Today, we are only going to be playing four, because as I said, we're running out. Uh, you're going to be hearing One a Dead or Alive, sung by... Dakota and myself. We are the champions, sung by myself. We built this city, sung by Josh and myself. And we didn't start the fire, sung by Dakota and myself. There we go, that's better. I can hear the music now. It's good. I've got my headphones on. She said, put it in my mouth, and then I'm gonna go in my bed and eat a carrot. Peel it first with the peeler, I want it. That big carrot, I want a big carrot. Big carrot on my plate. Don't look at me like that. Are you going again? Um. Oh, and the carrot. Yeah. 20 second music. Ah, look, whatever. (laughs) We won the cup in 2014. Schweinsteiger got his face cut and fell down like the Berlin Wall. There's blood on his face. It's dripping on the pitch. And it's mixed with Messi's tears and they're going on the grass because nobody cares. Because Schweinsteiger got up 
and won and lifted. Schweinsteiger won the cup for Germany. <laughs> the wall in Berlin is no more. Schweinsteiger dances on the Berlin Wall. Germany win the cup now and Messi is crying in Brazil. No, that's not funny. Stop looking at me like I'm an idiot. He, he fell down on the pitch. There was blood on his shirt. Dakota laughed and said, I'll oh, give that guy a Band-Aid. He got a Band-Aid. He put it on his face. Got some magic spray. And before you know it, he jumped up and said, Yes, look at me. I'm on the Berlin Wall. Yay! Don't know why it was in Brazil. They shipped it out for a museum or something. Germany won the World Cup with Schweinsteiger. It's the best name in soccer since Pelé. I don't know where that worked. Schweinsteiger won. Now Messi can suck at Berlin Wall. He's gone and it's fallen. And it's got nothing to do with this, but I'm singing it because Paul said. <laughs> Schweinsteiger! 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 <laughs> oh, goodness. We built this city! We built this city! Scratching your nose! Scratching our nose. Oh. We scratch our nose on a Sunday afternoon, and I just realised that I don't know this tune, so. I'm gonna make it up, yeah. I wanted to scratch it because I just had a nap and it's... That's what I do on a Sunday afternoon. I still... I still... Don't know this tune. (laughs) And Marconi played something as well with my nose scratching it. This sucks right now. Let's see if Ben can do better. Scratch my nose on a Sunday afternoon. Ben, you take it, take it, mate. Okay, Josh, just go in the corner. You've let the team down. When my nose gets itchy. I ring, I ring, I wrong. <laughs> I managed to stuff up what I was trying to say, donk, donk. I wake up on a Sunday. It gets quite itchy on my nose. So I pull out the finger from my pants. 
and I scratch it and make it go <laughs> when it gets really itchy. I don't pick up a razor, no, that would leave a cut on my, on my nose because I'd need to scratch my nose. I scratch my nose on a Sunday afternoon, scratch my nose. Scratch my nose on our... It's a great song. It's an underrated song. Don't hear it enough. We work on the drums. We've been practicing. Biscuits, picnic rug, Coca-Cola sandwiches, botanical gardens, walking there, wheels my girlfriend show up. Lots of food, yummy things, biscuits and hot cross buns, chocolate eggs, Easter bilbies, it's going to be a good day. Will she show up? I don't know. Don't know what she looks like. Apparently I have a girlfriend. Don't even know her name. It's going to be a fun day. She's already 20 minutes late. Why isn't she here? I don't know. I'm starting to poo myself. Where the hell is my girlfriend? She's not here at the botanical gardens and it's really making me sad now. I just want her to eat some stuff and not have a cow. A picnic with my girlfriend at the Botanical Gardens. She is very late. We organise this for two. It's now three o'clock. I text her, where are you? And she doesn't reply. And I'm just waiting here. Someone comes up to me. Hey, man, what are you doing? I'm just sitting here waiting for my girlfriend. He says, where is your girlfriend? So I say, I don't know. She hasn't texted me back. She hasn't texted me back. She hasn't texted me back. No, she hasn't. Oh, yeah. Want some chocolate on there because it's on her hair. But she's not there because her makeup isn't on. She says, hey, can't show up. I've got no makeup. I said, you're stupid. You're really attractive already. Oh, I missed that so bad. Um, uh, she turns up half an hour late. I know it's not because I said she was already an hour late. Oh, that's how long she's been. I haven't even, I've lost track of time. Oh, what the (laughs) hell is this song? What are you? (laughs) I hate you. We haven't done in quite some time, actually, is play a snippet of some of our other sister podcasts throughout the week. Of course, we have plenty of others to keep you excited. One, of course, the main one, you would argue, is the Oz Network, and we rapidly put out episodes every single week. We've basically got episodes every single day, almost. Uh, we re- recap TV shows, movies, everything else in between. And we recorded this week uh, Lost Recaps, Noah and myself. Of course, you remember Noah, plenty of uh, appearances on the brink over the years. And we were talking uh, about an episode of Lost, not a very good episode, Expose, where two of the minor characters get an episode to shine and are promptly killed off. And we weren't too impressed by the two actors playing them. So we thought, well, who would be better actors 
to play these two characters. So we had to go back into the archives to find out who the hottest actors were of 2007 when this episode aired. And this is the results that we found out. Here are your options for Paolo. <laughs> Uh, number one, Daniel Day-Lewis. Really? <laughs> Did you type in <laughs> 2007 two. or 1987? <laughs> number two, Javier Bardem. Oh, yeah, right. Yep. He's, got, he's got the accent. He's got the range. Uh, Javier Bardem's got the range, so I can see that. Yep. He's got the looks. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Um, Skyfall, man. Number three, the teeth. Tom Wilkinson. Who's Tom Wilkinson? Uh, he's the English dude. He was in, like, um, he was in The Full Monty, but he was also... You would know him. Remember the first Rush Hour? He was like the main villain in Rush Hour. Uh, he was in um, Batman Begins. You'd know if you Google him, you'd know who he is. Yeah, yeah, he's good. But yeah. third best actor of 2007, come off it. <laughs> At least a second. Uh, number, come on. number four, Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's stacked on a bit of weight I mean, now, Vigo. But back then he was hot. So you know, uh, but a bit old for Paolo, I think maybe. Mm. Oh, oh, number five, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, no, no. The mm. guy looks like a thumb. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, definitely a wild card for Paolo. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, well, again, the guy's got range. Like, <laughs> maybe more of a bed liner. Did a, did a good two face in uh, in Batman Forever. So maybe you know. Jake. Yeah, um, yeah. Number seven is Josh Brolin. No, I'm a uh, Josh Brolin fan, you know, but Thanos, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> and number eight is Paul Dano. Oh, well, stop the casting. He found our man, Paul Dano. Wow. Why didn't we leave the Paul Dano? Come on. If he's available, do it right now. Do you need me to run through the options or do you have your pick for Paul Dano was the obvious one for the moment. <laughs> we like, I mean, right now. Okay, Paul Dano. Who I, is I'm Paul Dano? Have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking him up. I don't even know who this guy is. The thing is, he's the only one who didn't have a picture. Oh, he's from <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine. He's the uh, the older kid who wanted to be a pilot. Um, uh, I know who he is now, but I mean, was he really the eighth biggest actor in 2007? So, uh, there's your options. Did you look up the actresses? Let's look up. I'll look at that. I'm, I'm about to give you the actresses, but oh, okay. you need to make your pick for Paolo. Uh, um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the eight actresses? Oh, yes. Oh. Come on, Paul Dano me um, up, baby. Okay, if this doesn't say anything about um, society as a whole, for the men, it was the best actors. Here, it, it says the hottest actors, <laughs> despite me. Okay, I'm going to read through this list. Uh, this is a good list. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay, number one, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yep, I mentioned yep, her. Yep. Um, number two, another Bond connection, Monica Bellucci. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she could be a good Nikki. I, I feel like she's not got the, the, the I don't know. She's the missing range. something for Nikki. <laughs> Too Italian. <laughs> oh, Keely Sanchez, does she have the <laughs> Too Italian for loss. Ma- um, Monica Bellucci <laughs> versus Keely Sanchez. <laughs> hmm. Monica Bellucci, too Italian for loss. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's a me. <laughs> 
Monica. Now I, re- I really hope you didn't Google the list because I did it. Absolutely, I absolutely shit you not about this. I I swear on anything. Number three. Died. Emily Durant. <laughs> Number one, Scarlett Johansson. Number two, Monica Bellucci. Number three, Emily Durabum. Absolutely. You think of the top actors straight away. Like we're, we're, I'm sure, I'm sure we're missing a big movie from 2007. The Paul Dano, Emily Deraven, uh <laughs> love story project. Evil Bong Nine with Emily Deraven. Oh, my bong, she's my up- bong. <laughs> she's up there with Scarlett Johansson. I tell you, often compared. Oh. <laughs> she's number three, so she would be a good Nikki, I think. Uh, Number four is Alicia Cuthbert. Oh. Who's Alicia? Oh, Alicia Bird. Cuthbert, as in Kim Bauer. Uh, oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> I love those I reactions. Mean, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, for for Nikki, I guess it kind of. Well, works, I think the but... acting rage is about the same. Um, throw in a cougar, <laughs> as in an actual cougar, not Monica Bellucci. Um, like I think we would have it there. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this episode was missing a cougar, uh, both, oh, both the animal and the <laughs> uh, Rose, yeah. Uh, number five, Megan Fox. Yeah. Uh, number six, uh, another lost uh, James Bond connection, Eva Mendes. Yeah, yeah. She's good. Um, Eva Mendes. Uh, number You're seven. thinking of Eva Green. Eva Mendes wasn't uh, Bond. Yeah, different Eva. Who? Uh, but Eva Mendes, Eva Mendes, yeah, uh, she's she was in Hitch. Um, you would know her, I think. She's been in lots of things. Oh, I was, oh Eva Green, I would have been, I would have been in for Nikki on that. Um, <laughs> number seven, Jessica Biel. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Timberlake. And number eight, yeah. Sophia Bush. Uh she's in she in Modern Family. Is is that the right one, or is that no? That's that's Sophia, someone else. Sophia Bush, I know who that is. That's um, yeah, her. Um, so so there's your uh, there's your list for the the Nickies. Who's going to play Nicky? And you can't say, unfortunately, <laughs> Emily DeRappin, the number three. Oh, I'm just picturing Monica <laughs> Bellucci. Uh. <laughs> Monica Bellucci in this uh, razzle da- razzle razzle the dazzle. <laughs> Hey, I'm at the dazzle. What? what uh, I just so, wanted to stop. What list? Like, what website is this? Because who the hell has come up with any list of any actors in any year? And Emily Deraven makes the top eight or whatever. Like, who does that? This was IMDb. What does that tell IMDb? Like, uh, I make dumb this- boobs. Like. <laughs> Some of the suggestions are what actors are seventy year old seventy years old. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyone listening to this, uh, 
please write it right into us is Ben's list of <laughs> Nikki and Paolo in expose played by Tommy Lee Jones and Monica Bellucci. I do, I do <laughs> Better like or worse? Of course, if you want to listen to the Oz Network, you can head to theoznetwork.net, search for the Oz Network on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or anywhere where podcasts are downloadable and you will enjoy the show as much as you enjoy this one. <laughs> Time to close this one out on a rocket ship because... I'm a rocket man. <laughs> no? Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of movies, uh, this week <laughs> we are going to go see Avengers Endgame. Woo! All three fucking hours of it. <laughs> Do you realise it's three hours long? Why aren't we going to the 6.30 showing? <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how are you feeling? I feel like... About the movie or currently? Uh, no, we get it. You're sick. Boo-hoo. Suck it up. Um, the movie. I'm really excited. See, I feel You're like... Not. Well, I, I feel... I feel like no matter what, it's going to be a letdown, but I'm still really excited. I feel like I should be more excited than I am. Ant-Man! Yeah, but like the thing... Already! I think the thing that I diminishes I'm a the excitement for me is that... You know, it's only been like twelve months since we had Infinity War, and they're they're marketing this all as like, oh, this is the the end of you know this huge phase. But it's like, I feel I've got more anticipation for Star Wars Episode Nine because there's a, been a bigger gap in between them. The last one was so shit that they can't possibly get worse, and this legitimately is the last one until another ten years when they decide to make Episode Ten. Um, whereas, like, we know that after Endgame is done, in two months' time, we're going to get freaking Spider-Man abroad or whatever the one he's called when he's in Europe. So, it's not like this is the last ever Marvel movie. Um, and plus, I, again, I've always been more Team DC. I'm excited. I just, I just maybe am not as excited as, I don't know who else would be. I'm going I'm to say this right now. Your man's going to die. My man. Captain America. Can you turn the microphone on? It might actually work to talk. No! <laughs> I, I mean, he the, he's he said he's leaving, so... He doesn't have to die to leave. I think he'll die, or he'll pass on the shield to someone else, because I think in the comic books he, like, passes it on to... I think a woman became Captain America in the, the comics or something. I don't know. I don't understand, because isn't he going to live forever? Why would he pass it on? That doesn't make any sense. But if he doesn't die, then how does he leave forever? Wait, what? Well, like, as in the character. I don't know. I don't read. I don't know how to read. I'm dumb, okay? I've just heard somewhere that a woman was Captain America after the non-woman. Maybe he dies then. Maybe he does. I don't know. Who do you think is going to die right now? Call it. I don't want anybody to die. Well, there's going to be deaths. I mean, technically half of them died last year, so. I'm saying now, Captain America is going to die. Iron Man's going to die. Um, let's see. They won't kill off Black Panther because he's too important now. That is all, you know, big and my movie made lots of money. They better not fucking kill Ant-Man or shit's going to go down. Um, see, I don't know if they kill any of the Guardians off. Oh, actually, no, the, um, the, the... The blue girl already died. Well, no, Thanos' green daughter. Girl? Yeah, she green, her. not blue? Well, she died. She used to be blue, and then she turned green. Well, she'll probably come back to life, because, you know, I, I don't fucking know. People will die. Aliens will die. Rocket won't die. 
because Bradley Cooper's too important rocket. for it. Uh, he's a rocket man. Um, so we will bring you your thoughts on that next week, no doubt. And of course, on the Oz Network. Download now via iTunes and all the other great places that you can find podcasts. Um, anything more to add? As you are now the record setter for the brink with a vagina, nope. which nope. I'm kind of ashamed because you just really don't contribute much to this podcast. I don't really <laughs> contribute much to any of the podcasts. Like, let's be real. Yeah, at the beginning you were like, oh my God, I really want to do these. And now you're just going to... Yep, pretty much. Yep. Um, do you want to tell everyone what we had for dinner tonight? Curry. I make curry. Yep. And it's probably going to be a smelly house this evening, so... Yep, I'm very full. <sighs> my tummy's upset. Yes, we, we are very much I made my own nan bread. I, I preferred uh, granddad bread, but whatever. Oh, <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> all right, uh, like us on Facebook, please. Uh, follow us on Twitter, subscribe and all the relevant channels. And get excited for life, unlike other people in this room. Shut um, up! And until we next... Speak again. My name is Ben. Keep sucking those Easter eggs, Hobacargo, and good night, Dabani.